We're still here. We Not canceled. It. Not yet. We made it. Not yet. Kevin, we made it. We made it. So far, so good, man. Yeah, we're so not canceled, far, so man. Not yet. Um, Why do you say not yet? It's like almost like, a, is that like a goal? No, no. Or something no, like no, that? No. I definitely don't want to get canceled. I just feel like at some point, Ev Will Smith just got canceled. Come on, man. The king of happy, <laughs> Mr. Getting Jiggy With It, got canceled. You might, yeah, you you, you might have a case Everybody right there. Everybody gets canceled. It's it's like, it's like, I, I've never you been canceled. You don't I, make it until you get canceled. Have I? Actually, you know what? I have been canceled. You've gotten In the oh. early years yeah, see? of being canceled. Well, so. You were canceled before we even knew what canceled was. Yeah. They're like, oh, <laughs> yes. E Rock? Yeah, that motherfucker, no. he done. That guy is yeah. still here? Yeah. Like, yes, I'm still here. And I, I, but I survived. Yeah, being canceled. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like everybody does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chris Brown got canceled. Still making music. You know. Everybody. I really don't like cancel culture, though. No, I feel like the only time you can't get uncanceled is once you go to jail. R. Kelly, like R. Kelly's never coming back. Like, no, no, no. Bill no. Cosby I mean, never coming back. But you know what though? R. Kelly has done some shit that fucking saying. that. I mean, yeah. we can't. We, I don't even want to talk about. That's it. That's what like, I'm saying. At you know some, what I'm saying? At some point, if you go to jail, that you, you, that's it. You're on the permanent yeah. cancel list. And that, that 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 is true. Other than that, you're fine. You know, you you you, you make a social media post, you donate to a charity, <laughs> you create a slut walk or something, and you're back. <laughs> Oh man, how was your weekend? It was good, man. It was good. It was good. It was good. Back, uh, you know, just feeling the uh, like I'm ready to just get back after it. Yo, I, I'll tell you right now, um, you know, adjusting to these uh, Las Vegas allergies. Oh my God, you, you can hear it in my voice. Yeah, I sound like an asthmatic kid. I mean, you always sound like an asthmatic kid, though. bro. No, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, bro. no, I don't. But I, I, know I did it earlier in the fucking day. I, I know like, what you, you mean. Know what I mean? I'm like I wake up congested, like, and I've got a humidifier, an air pur purifier. What else, man? Fucking anything that fucking does something for the, the air. air. Yeah. I've got it all running at once. I know what you mean. I'm literally like looking down at my ashy ass ankles right now. I'm like, <laughs> it's dry out when, here. Man, <laughs> I've gone through 16 tubes of aquaphor in six months. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a personal problem. It is. Right I was saying it's not. It's not just not just for my lips. It's but, not just for the ankles, man. But, nah, you know. man. It's but yeah. It's the with the weather out here is different. Like it's it was. Driving in, it literally started storming like a Bay Area fucking rainstorm came down, and then tomorrow's like eighty-five and sunny. It's it's wild. It's like it's literally crazy. It's the and then it'll be like shit. windy. Wind. The wind is crazy. Like fifty mile an hour yeah. winds. The wind is very For like forty-five minutes. Yeah, that that's that's a whole different kind of thing out here. Makes yeah. no sense, but you know, uh, we got a big guest on the I'm show. I'm excited, man. This is this is this one is a good I've conversation. Been, this is one I've been looking forward to, man. Definitely, I am ex super excited for this one. Chewy Gomez is joining us on the podcast. Should we bring him in? Let's, or? let's bring him in. Let's man. bring him without in, man. Ado. Yeah, without further ado, man. Come on, Chewy Gomez the joins legend. us on the Hotbox Podcast. What's que, up, Dio? Que pas, Dio? Congratulations, boys. I love it. I love this, man. You guys are awesome. Now man. you're awesome, bro. We, seriously, I, before we even start, though. I th we, we, we've talked about it, E-Rock and I, privately. I personally just want to give you your flowers because what you've done for me personally, what you've done for E-Rock, uh, what you've done for, for Bay Area radio, for the culture is, is something that not too many people can say they have. And you've always been uh, a supporter. You've always helped me out when I was first starting out as an intern, an intern many, many years ago. Um, you know, obviously, we, we're both from South San Francisco, which is, you know, we got that hometown connection. So big shout out to all my South City folks. Uh, but again, personally, I just want to thank you for all that you've done, man. You, you, you're an amazing person. Ah, look at that. I love it. I love it. I love represent it. Represent that. I love represent it. Represent that. 
Uh, but yes, yeah, sir. Appreciate you for all that you've done, man. Seriously. Nah, it's, it's beautiful, man. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, I, like a lot of people don't get their flowers while they're alive, and, and for me, like I, I'm, I'm probably gonna jump way ahead of what what you guys are gonna uh, be asking about and everything. But mm-hmm. at one point, I was fired, and um, and when the outpouring of support that I got from the community and DJs and everybody else was like, like me getting my flowers, it was so dope. Like yeah. just hearing what people thought about me being in their lives for umpteen years, you know, whether it was on TV, whether it was on the radio, and, and just having the outpour and support of, of the Bay Area was was incredible. And to see that happen and to hear it while you're alive and, and, and know that you've touched so many people was just, it was like almost bringing tears to my eyes because, like, you know, I love what I do and I do what I love. And to be uh, acknowledged and recognized sometimes, it's like, wow. I guess, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's wow, like it's one of those moments where you get to kind of step back and actually see the fruits of your labor, like because you right. know you've just been you've been grind mode for thirty years, right. just head down, moving, 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 That's events it. and hosting and radio and TV. Like sometimes you you need one of those moments to kind of take a step back and be like, damn, I, I did this. You know What's what I mean? that right. saying? It's like yo, you step off the bus to smell the flowers, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, maybe that situation was one of those things. You know, yeah. it was. It was definitely one of those things. It, it was. It was awkward it was it was weird it was unexpected and when it happened it just like caught everybody by surprise including myself yeah and then just what happened immediately after was was just like wow yeah it's just overwhelming yeah and and we'll get to it for sure but i mean like i was part of the 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 kind of the team that made sure that we were like nah man we gotta we gotta do something for chewy so but we'll get we'll definitely get to that but i mean your history uh, in in music and in radio and, and in like I said of being an actual like factor in the Bay Area goes back years and years and years like decades. You know, walk walk us through it because I know I think and I'm pretty sure you had this and I told this story uh, on our first podcast about how I kind of accidentally fell into radio and my instructor I think was the person that you were working with like back at KSOL was it like his name was like Marcos or what was the Marcos Gutierrez. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, that's the name right is. there. So he was my professor at, at City College for this radio yeah. class that I accidentally signed up for uh, and, you know, obviously got me to where I'm at. But um, take us back to, to like the beginning and like, you know, how you kind of got into the business. Now, that's funny because that was a funny story. When I met Marcos, I was at a, at a quinceanera. My man, Tony Silva, who was a great friend of mine. Yeah. Him and I, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have gone to college at San Mateo. He actually came and picked me up. And when on days when I wasn't want to wake up, you, we got to go to school. Wake up. I'm picking you up. We're going to go to school. And so I went to college at San Mateo with, with Tony. And him and I were friends before that. And then at some point, his sister was having a quinceanera. And he goes, DJ, my sister's quinceanera. I said, not a problem. I said, we'll do it. So I'm DJing his sister's quinceanera. And who comes walking into the quinceanera? Marcos Gutierrez, who happened to be a neighbor of his. And he had already had a relationship with Marcos Gutierrez. And so I'm on the microphone. Damas y caballeros, vamos a cortar el pastel. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to cut the cake in a little mm-hmm. bit. Hang tight. Uh, in the meantime, here's some music. Les voy a tocar una música aquí. Ahorita seguimos con el pastel and blah, blah, blah. So I'm doing my little bilingual thing on the mic. And he's like, yo, that's my shtick. I do that on the radio. This guy's killing it over here. He comes over. He goes, hey, you want to come hang out with us or hang out with me at the radio station? I'm like, whoa. And you got to understand, at the time, Marcos Gutierrez was the hottest on-air personality on KSOL, which was 107.7 on the FM dial. Yeah. He was the nighttime jock, and he was the hottest thing going. And for him to say, yo, come hang out with me at the radio station, do you think you want to do that? I'm like, hell yeah, right. what? 
And so that was my introduction to um, uh, being in a radio station. I had been in a radio station as a kid because my mom used to call and request songs and one of the DJs uh, invited me to, to a radio station early when I was like probably six or seven years old. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. And that was my wow. real, real like like eye-opening experience. Like I saw the guy queuing up records because at that time they actually played records right, like carts. Yeah. He was queuing up records and and he's putting the carts in for the commercials and he's moving switches and phone lines are lighting up and everything and that just blew me away wow. as a kid. Then later on, fast forward, I meet Marcos Gutierrez. He invites me to a radio station. Now I get to be in kind of like as an intern slash friend. I wasn't an official intern. I was just his right. homie that came down and hung out and pulled his commercials, pulled his music, and helped later on, helped edit some of his commercials and, and doing that sort of stuff behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of like my introduction of how I got into radio um, early on, uh, right out of high school. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't know the story about like you, you know, getting into the studio when you were, were a kid. And that's kind of like, I guess, probably where like your love for radio kind of started, which, you know, right. my, I never was in the studio. But I mean, you know, I grew up on you and Rosary and, you know, the doghouse and, and Man Cow and, um, you know, uh, Franzen and Trace and Sway. And it, like, that's like, you're a part of like my growing up. So yeah, like, kind of crazy that, you know, we both share that kind of uh, launch pad into radio through through Marcos Gutierrez. That's crazy, man. Yeah, and you know he's always been real active in the community. He's still active yeah. right now. He's yeah. he's on an AM radio station in San Francisco, La Grande Vies and you know he's out there and, and and he's definitely real politically involved and likes to bring information to the people. So he still grinds it out even now. Big shout out to him, man. Big big shout out to him. Um, where when did the whole officially like? When did you have that aha moment where like, okay, I, I can actually make a career out of this? Like where, where, at what point did that start at? What station where you're like, okay, I'm not doing nothing else. Like it, it's going to be radio for me. Well, it's funny because uh, I knew I kind of wanted to do radio mm -hmm. and, and by being with Marcos kind of like was the launch pad, obviously. But um, I got on there um, as, as a board op, you know, that's when they need somebody to run the board, but not talk. Yep. You need somebody to play the commercials, somebody to hit the PSAs, the commercials, the music, whatever. So I was a board op, an overnight overnight. At some point, the program director says, so what do you want to do? Do you want to be a board op forever? Or do you want to be on the radio? And I said, uh, I think I want to be on the radio. He goes, well, I can't just put you on the radio. So continue to board op and uh, read these couple PSAs. Then we'll talk. Um, after you have accumulated a few of these breaks on the radio. Mm -hmm. So I read these PSAs, you know, uh, the health plan of San Mateo is offering free needles. Come on down for more information wow. to the health plan of San Mateo. <laughs> they still do that, by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm reading these PSAs in the middle of the night. And so then, uh, so he's like, okay, cool. Okay, you're not fumbling over your words. You're reading these. You're okay. Um, okay. And so that went on for a little bit. Then he goes, you know, we're going to give you a chance. Uh, go ahead and crack the mic. Uh, this will happen a few months later. Crack the mic and, you know, give me one break an hour. And so I'm cutting one break, you know, one chewy personality break an hour. Right, right. You know, I, I read the PSA still. And then here's the one where I get a chance to say, hey, what's going on? It's yeah. Chewy Gomez. Here's uh, Bill Summers and Summers Heat. Boom. Or whatever. Wow. Do you remember so exactly I, like what those breaks like sounded like when you first like started like you know cracking the mic? I, there might be tapes around somewhere because at that time I was so excited to be on anything. Right. I think there might be 
cassette somewhere in my garage. I don't know. And I, I'm scared to listen to them. But, uh, I feel you. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Have I you mean, heard your old air checks before? Him. I hate them. Oh, my God. Oh I've my heard God. one of my old ones. I hate them. It's the Woo! worst, right? Yeah, worst. It's, it's so embarrassing. Cringeworthy. Were you always going? I wanted to ask you this. Were you always, like, from day one going by Chewy Gomez? Yeah, I mean that's my name. I mean, right. uh, growing up as a kid, that's my nickname. I, I was never Jesus. My real name's Jesus, right. but I'd never go by Jesus. The only person that calls me Jesus is the doctor okay. or the teacher <laughs> on the first day of school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If someone calling you Jesus, you're like you in trouble or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're definitely in trouble. That's the that's the principal. Oh shit. Uh, Jesus, can I see you? And I, but even the principals call me Chewy. Yeah, okay. No, so I've always been Chewy. I, I I just never thought about it changing it, and mm. it's uh it's just my name. So I mean, yeah, I've always been Chewy. Um, I mean, you got the name is so like you're like Adele Cher Chewy. Like it's one name. <laughs> like you say one name, and and like facts. people know who you're talking about. Like you don't even that's have funny. to mention the last name either. That's how you know you made it. Yeah, it's a good place to be. Well, take take us to kind of your your transition from there to when you you know you you moved over to what was it Wild? Uh, well, it's funny. So so I'm doing the overnights, but you know at KSL I'm doing everything. Uh, from from doing the van because my responsibilities were were driving the van, getting new decals on the van, uh, getting new tires on the van, whatever. So I'm intern, intern stuff, right? I'm doing. Yeah. I'm driving JoJo right to his appearances. Right. Me and Barry Pope are doing appearances here. Damn. I'm taking uh, dancing wow. Mark Hansen to X Y Z. Dancing oh, Mark Hansen. Dancing Mark Hansen. Oh my God! Uh, I haven't heard that. that Dave name Morales. Years. I got JoJo right. That is. Nuts. I got all these guys that I'm that I'm out hanging out with. Marcos Gutierrez, uh, Tony Valera. You know what I'm saying? So all these guys, I'm 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 in their circle. I'm I'm in their atmosphere I'm, I'm i'm soaking up game from these dudes yeah. and so i'm doing that then uh they start letting me be on the air so i go from doing the overnights to hosting the saturday night street party that was on uh uh at that point we were transitioning from kswell to wild 107 because the station was bought right and the name changed so we went to wild 107 so i'm i'm doing the saturday night street party i'm doing the oldies on sunday um i'm doing the friday night show and I'm still doing overnights. At some point, Man Cow gets hired there. <laughs> he <laughs> sees me and listens to me and says, yo, you need to be on my show. You want to be the Goodwill Ambassador of the Man Cow show? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, can I still do the weekend shows that I'm doing? I don't know. Let's talk. Talks to the program director. He goes, yeah. So I'm doing the morning show now. I'm, I'm, not, I'm the van driver, and yeah. I'm doing the little chewy stunts for the Man Cow oh, morning show. Oh, we talk about that for sure. The and chewy stunts, I, though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and so I'm doing that, and then I'm also doing the Saturday Night Street Party, and I'm doing the oldies on Sunday. So you was on Saturday. And then I got to get up again on Monday to go do the Damn. The, the the chewy stuff with with Man Cow. Wow. So seven days a week you were on the radio. I'm on seven days a week. Every day of the week I'm on, and I don't care. It's what I do. Right. I love it, and I'm I'm having a a blast. Hell yeah. I mean, when you do what you love, and you can find a way work. to get paid for it, it's not work. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's the never best. work. And it's, it's a, never, and, it's a, and it's addictive. Like you, you we all know because we've experienced like that first taste of, of actually being on the radio. Like you can't get enough of it. Like that's. But not that's just that. Man. Just just because back in the day there was there was there was a family that worked mm. and there was full staffs and you got along with each other. So when when I got off, I wanted to hang out with Vaughn. When 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 Rosie got off, she wants to hang out on my show. Yeah. So we're hanging out with each other, and then not only do we hang out together, but even on. Our events, our broadcasts, right. we're, all going we're supporting each together. other. Yeah. So all that sort of stuff yeah. happens. And, and and even at KSL, there was, there was big family from Double Barrel Daryl to Melly Mel to Andy Kawanami. We all worked together over there together. Um, 
Tony Valera, Donnie Fief, we're all, we're all hanging out. Right. So it's always been family. And so when you're there, it's not you're going for your four hours and you leave like a regular job. You're hanging out like all, all day because you want to yeah. be with your homies. For sure. I would spend at least like probably, I'd say, maybe like 12, 13, even 14 hours a oh, day 100%. at the radio station. Yeah, I mean, Easy. When I Easy. first started interning, actually the first shift that I ever went out on was for Chewy's morning show. Uh, and I mean, I, when I would do that regularly, I'd be there from 6 a.m. And then I'd, like you said, I'd go from Chewy show to doing whatever Sana needed me to do to going to what I think it was Super Snake at the time doing what, like I said, wow. hanging out with Drew and learning the yeah. boards and then hanging out with Vaughn at night. Like it was, you were there all day. Right. You lived it. It was a, like and you it, said, it was a family environment. And it, and it didn't feel like you were, you were, you were, you no. were, you were, had to be there. You felt like you wanted to be there. Yeah. You wanted, you were at home. Yeah. You had a kitchen. You had restrooms. <laughs> right. The only thing you didn't have was a shower there. Right. No, but there was places to crash if you needed like a little sofa. Conference rooms. On. Yeah, there was right. yeah. I've slept in the conference room at least like probably like 20 times. Right. I had the food in my office more. that was used many a time yep. by many a folks. <laughs> by, for many a things. Many. <laughs> for many a things besides sleeping. <laughs> for real. Don't sit on the couch. Don't, Don't yeah. sit on the couch. Sana's be been smart. There. <laughs> Sana's been there, bro. Don't sit there. Oh, shit. Oh, I knew that was coming. Oh, my God. Nah, but you're right, man. It's, it, it's, radio is crazy like that. And, you know, I've, I've always said that, you know, I've made, you know, friends and relationships there that, that are going to last forever and beyond. Right. Even my time outside of radio, after right. radio. Lifetime you know? friends. 100%. 100%. But, um, how did we become friends? Radio. Radio? Yeah. Everybody. Why are we still even friends? <laughs> are we? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that what you call us? <laughs> right, right. But um, <laughs> so so the transition, like you said, from KSOL went to Wild 107 at the time, mm-hmm. and then was that was that form was that format when they were they were they were playing they were still playing like Latin music at the time, right? Um, no, the the Latin music was being played on on the mix shows, so you might hear like an already the one man party, right, or something like that. But I mean, it wasn't like stuff that was in rotation. Like we weren't playing no Selena, no, and we weren't playing. They did later the on, records. like after she I mean, died. Wow. It was a, it was a Latin based station, so yeah. our, our 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 target audience was uh, folks in San Jose and and Latinos that that enjoyed, um, you know, current pop culture, but with a Latin twist. So, at what point did because obviously you've been on a lot of stations and I definitely want to get to, you know, your new endeavor uh, and we want to definitely talk about that. But you're probably and you would admittedly so uh, say you're probably most well known for your time at KML. Yes, when, I did 20 years at KML. So I did 20 years. But this is the funny thing. I didn't want to go to KML. Yeah. I was happy tell, tell that story. No, I didn't want to go to Wild. I mean, I don't want to KML. I was at Wild. I'm a wild guy. <laughs> I'm doing the oldies. I'm doing the Saturday Night Street Party. I'm part of the Man Cow. Man Cow's on fire. You know, we people are starting to, you know, connect with us. And uh, I had Darius. My son was born in about 92. And so I go to the program director, and, and Michael Martin was at the time the music director. So I go to them, and I go, yo, can I get benefits, or can I get more money to buy my own benefits? Because... I'm, at the time, I was basically the ten hour, twelve dollars an hour. Yeah, I was on 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 payroll, but I wasn't a. Um, you weren't salary. You weren't salaried. I wasn't salary. Right. So yeah. I was hour to hour. Hours you were there. And so you got I mean, I was for. working a lot of hours, but right. I you know still didn't equate to me having a bunch of money and and being able to pay for insurance. So, right. you know, when it's fun in, in games, when it's just you, it's fun in games. But now I got a kid coming, and I'm, and I'm starting to think, yo, I need benefits. Can you hook me up? 
No, can't do it. Can I get a raise? Mm, no, can't do it. <laughs> and at that time, it's funny because there was a new program director that was taking over at KML named Dave Shakes. Mm -hmm. And this was when Keith was leaving. He was going to the beat in L.A. And they were transitioning. And one of the last things Keith said to Dave Shakes, check out this kid, Chewy Gomez, over at Wild. Maybe you can snatch him up. So he asked me to go to lunch. I go to lunch with him. And he says, yo, we're planning on making some changes over Cameo. I want to know if you're interested in coming over. I don't know. Not really. I mean, what you're talking about? Well, you know, I mean, can't really tell you what we're doing. But if you're interested in coming over, um, I can uh, give you this. He hands me a paper with some notes on there. That's what I can give you if you want to come over. I look at the paper. I'm like, huh? <laughs> when do we start? <laughs> what? Sign me up. So he, I go, does that include benefits? Oh, yeah, that includes benefits. That's just, you know, your base salary. We'll, we'll discuss bonuses and everything. But, huh? I said, what? Okay. Can I go back and see if they can match it? I mean, thank you, but oh, take your time. I want to make a decision soon, so don't take your time, but take your time. Right. So I go back. Yo, um, Cameo just offered me this. Can you guys match that? Or um, can you give me any benefits? Nah. Just like that? Uh, yeah. There's no room. There's no money. Can't add you. You know, we got our full-time staff. No. I'm doing full-time stuff. I'm part of the morning show. I, I do the weekends. No. I'm crying literally in Michael Martin's office. He can't make no decisions. He's the music director. Right. Okay, I got to go then. I it's been nice knowing you. Thank you. Hate to see you leave, but you got to do what's best for you and your family. All right, cool. Go back to Dave Shakes. I'm like, cool, I'm down. What are we talking about now? Okay, well, cool. Well, that's your bonus. I mean, that's your salary. Uh, we're going to talk bonuses if you have bonuses, but I'm trying to team you up with a girl named Rosie. We're going to do a new night show. We're going to team you up with this girl, Rosie. What do you think about being on with somebody? I'm like, I'm down for whatever. Right. So they put together this, this team, Chewy and Rosary, and I go over to KMEO at about 93 Middle of 93, end of 93, I go to KML, and it's the Chewy and Rosary show, and uh, that's where my, 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 my journey begins of my 20-year career at KML. Damn, that's 20 crazy. beautiful years, too. Man. So you didn't, Long years. You didn't Long know Rosary years. before the program director essentially put you guys together? No, it's funny. I knew Rosary, and I knew Franzen, because we used to talk, because we, we both used to do overnight shifts. Right. So I used to call and talk to her on the radio, on the phone, on the request lines. And then I would talk to friends because friends would hang out with her. So I got to know them kind of sort of, you know, she needed somebody on the radio, I would go on and request a song or, or do a dedication or whatever, and vice versa. She would help me out on the radio. Obviously, you know, when you're on the phone, you sound a little different than you're on the air. So yeah. it never really clicked or maybe it did and nobody gave a fuck. But we used to talk. So I didn't know her personally face to face but I knew her because I used to call and I used to talk to her and friends and on the phone lines. Got it. So it was kind of weird. It was one of those before social medias, you didn't know what people <laughs> right. on the radio looked like until you met them. Nope. Right. right. That's and so, crazy. So, so then he teams us up and sits us down and this is what we want to do and, and that was that was the, how it began. Damn. Well, you, you mentioned it earlier in E-Rock, you wanted to talk about the, the, the stunts. Yeah, man, the Chewy stunt. Because, yeah. I mean, that was the first time that I really got to, like, you know, hear the name Chewy Gomez. And that was a stunt you did for Man Cow Muller, which was you stopped the traffic. 
on the, the Bay Bridge. Bridge to get a haircut. And this was like, you know, you were making a mockery. I mean, who who got a haircut like on the tarmac and stopped President, all? President Clinton. Yes. President Clinton had got a haircut on 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 the on the tarmac at LAX. Stopped air traffic because he wanted a haircut before he went to go do whatever he was doing. And what year so is this again? Just to kind funny. of preface it, huh? What year is this again? It's got to be '92 because wow. I didn't leave uh, Wild before. at about nine. Yeah, I yeah. left there about '92, so I, it was the beginning of '92. Yeah. So um, if you Google it, you'll find it. It's all over the news. I mean, there's still snippets. Mancal Muller shuts down Bay Bridge, and Chewy Gomez was on the bridge. So Mancal says to me, goes, I think it'd be funny if we sent our Goodwill ambassador to stop traffic <laughs> on the Bay Bridge, and that's you. What do you think about doing that? I'm a little, like, naive because I didn't really cross the bridge, so I didn't know the bridge. I'm right. a South City kid. Yeah. I don't really cross the bridge. Oakland is, like, hella far to me. I'm like, I'll, all right, let's go. So, not thinking, eight thirty in the morning. There's hella folks on the bridge. I go out there. I do my little stunt. We stop traffic on the bridge for about maybe maybe all of ten, maybe fifteen minutes. But it's with that time. alone, that yeah. that that ten fifteen minutes is a long That's, time. Yeah. That, yes. that disrupts Frame traffic react, tremendously, yeah, especially when you block all five lanes of the bridge. <laughs> how did you even? Not one, not block, two, not three. Block all five. All five. So when we left the radio station, it was my personal van, okay. the station van, and then somebody else. Okay. So we go to Treasure Island to kind of like wait for our phone call, our cue from Mancow to go get on the bridge. So there's three of us there. Somebody sees us there as we're waiting. They go, hey, what are you guys doing here? Oh, we're about to go do a stunt on the Bay Bridge. Can I come along? Sure. Now we got four vehicles. Wow. <laughs> we're at Treasure Island waiting for our cue. We get our cue. We start driving up. We drive up, like literally like this, side by side on the bridge. Get our cue stop. We stop right after Treasure Island, which is when you get on the bridge. You get on the bridge at Treasure Island. You go at about halfway. We stop. Put our cars in park. I jump out. The hairdresser comes out. He starts cutting my hair. Well, when that's happening, we left one lane open because we didn't want to get in trouble. We said, ah, we'll leave a lane open. A big semi-truck tries to go around us can't really make the the turn it gets stuck so it's blocking the the fifth lane now oh my god so now we got all five lanes blocked which wasn't our intention but all five lanes are now blocked i mean what was you going through that your for, head though like during that time i mean i'm like, not tripping right? i'm not like tripping. yo like, i would be shitting in my pants right now thinking about like yo am i gonna go to jail am i like you know like, that didn't even cross my mind i didn't damn. think about jail i didn't think about none of that i was thinking about my haircut i was thinking about being funny on the radio because right. that's my my, my stick yeah. i'm the funny guy i'm out there cracking jokes it started getting ugly when people were honking but it started getting ugly when people started getting out of the cars and wanted to walk towards us. Oh, shit. At that point, I say, oh, we're fucking up up here. <laughs> like, <laughs> you start seeing the helicopters now, because at that time we had, uh, you know, traffic helicopters, right. ABCs, traffic, CBS traffic. There's two helicopters hovering, and folks are starting to get out of their cars. We go, let's get out of here. Folks are walking towards us now. It's not going to be cool. We get in our car and we split. By the time we make it to the radio station, we're all over all the news stations. Channel 2 is talking about us. Channel 5 is talking about us. KCBS is talking about us. Uh, KGO is talking about us. Everybody's talking about us. What, what a mess this local radio station, Wild 107, has done. 
Um, people start calling the radio stations, start calling the news stations, talk, talking stories. I can't make it to my appointment. I missed the meeting. I missed my airplane, blah, blah, blah. It's a shit show, bro. And this made national news oh, yeah. as yeah, well, because like, all was, over the country. It was, it was nonsense. We're on USA Today where, you know, you see somebody doing a story on, on, on the ABC News and uh, nightly news and shit, and and it was crazy. So that put Wild 107 on the map. We already on the come up, but KML was still the big dog, and that stunt is what put Wild 107 on the map. And I still couldn't get a job there. Oh. <laughs> they still wouldn't like you. <laughs> still wouldn't hire me full time. Still wouldn't. Still wouldn't give you benefits. Also, all the man wanted was benefits. Still wouldn't give know, me benefits. Man. See, that's all I needed. Well, yeah, that's that. And you put it all on a line. All yeah. on the line. Not even knowing. Not even. Not tripping. even knowing. But yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, there could have been like some serious like repercussions that could have came from that for sure. There were some repercussions. That, I mean, but obviously but their lawyers were great, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, later on, uh, uh, I guess a year or two down the line, we ended up paying for everybody's toll on the Bay Bridge, which I'm sure ended up being cheap. millions of dollars for the yeah, radio station. Say, imagine if it was today. Wow. Imagine if it was today when tolls what like nine dollars to cross yeah. the bridge. <laughs> Is like, it really nine dollars right now? I, I think it's like it, eight. Eight yeah, it's like dollars? $8 to cross the bridge, bro. Yeah, I was yeah, I was in the bay last weekend and it was I went to Horn Barbecue in Oakland, eight bucks. Eight bucks. How long did you wait at Horn Barbecue, by the way? So I got it down to I got it down to a science. I don't know if I want to give it out, but no, we'll talk about it. But, <laughs> we'll talk about it. But I, But the wait is about forty five minutes though, right? Yeah, I mean you're gonna wait forty five minutes regardless, but there's a there's a better way to do it. I'll, t- I'll talk to you about it after because Tell yeah, me after we everybody don't knows about Horn I haven't been there yet. Oh I haven't been there yet. God. Everybody says I'm missing out. Bruh. Man, big shout out to Horn Barbecue, man. I haven't had Horn Barbecue. Oh my God, man! We need to next time we're all in the. We need to collectively in the Bay Area have a little outing. Cool, cool. Because I've been hearing nothing but good things about them. It's it's a. Is is it a new spot or? They've been. uh, They've had their brick and mortar for probably like two years now. So it's Uh, new for me then. It's new for you. I I definitely haven't like you know made my way around the Bay Area in quite a while. It's it's definitely uh, on the newer side, but. Yeah, you 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 like I said, you you've you went over to KML in like '93. You were there, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years. You've been a part of so many big moments, uh, summer jams, and you know, uh, beefs, and that's something I wanted to talk to you about personally because, you know, music was in a very different space back then than it is now. Obviously, you know, the Instagram rappers and social media rappers and all this, but you were there doing radio at the peak. And had the opportunity, obviously, to to interview uh, Biggie, which I would love to know more about. But, you know, what do you remember about that time, especially like with the whole Tupac and Biggie thing and being uh, someone who was on the radio who, you know, interviewed Biggie? And then more specifically, what do you remember about being on the radio when they passed? I've got something to add to that, too, Please. by the way. So, Okay, so. Being there is just—it's just being in the moment. You don't really think of how big these are, these guys are or were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having them in the studio was definitely awesome. Super nice guys, all of them, from from Tupac to Mac Dre to to Biggie, um, all super nice. Um, obviously, some of us had better relationships with them, like friends, and had personal relationships with Little C's and Little Kim and Biggie. Uh, Sway was real close to Tupac. Uh, Pac, uh, we seen around at the parties out here, mm-hmm. um, at the One Up and uh, wow. and in Marin City. We saw Mag Dread did many things with him. We was in the studio with him. He did the Chewy song on one of his albums. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to go a couple watch a couple of boxing matches together. He was roommates with Bijan when he first got out of jail. Yeah. 
Um, so Bijan was one of my friends. So I mean, you guys know who he is. Yeah, of course. Shout out Bijan one time. And uh, so, anyways, Mike Dre was his roommate when he was fresh out. And so, you know, uh, Bijan being my homie and um, Mike Dre being his homie, we were homies. So went on and spent some time together. Um, but it was just a, a, a awesome time being in radio, especially when you had folks like, you know, E Forty and Rapping Forte. And Master P coming knocking on your door, uh, with with gifts, you know the the, mm-hmm. the 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 no limit jackets and and hats and etc. Yeah. Uh, it was it was good times in radio and and just being there when when the few kicked off was a little weird, especially right. for us here in San Francisco. Maybe LA was different, but for us in San Francisco, we've we've showed love to everybody from like I said from a Master P to a Cash Money to to Wu Tang to Mob Deep. And it didn't matter where, where where you were from. I mean, we here in the Bay Area played all your music, whether you were down south, whether you were from Seattle with Sir Mix a Lot, mm-hmm. uh, or you were from uh, you know the East Coast. You know, so it didn't matter, you know who you were. We always were down with that. And so that 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 beef got a little funky, mm-hmm. but not super funky for us because you know, like I said, we 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 never partook in that. Well, I remember I remember specifically listening to the radio and obviously this is before social media so you know you guys were the news sources you know what i mean mm-hmm. we listened to the radio to find out about upcoming tours and new albums like there you couldn't there was no internet you didn't go online no. and google like you had to you guys were our main source for news they were the so, authority right yeah, because we had yeah. the, we had the trades we would get that information and so we we were we were privy to this info that we had later shared with our audiences right. you know um and so that was definitely uh awesome i'll tell you what was a crazy uh, i think um i was on the radio already and selena passed mm. i wasn't really hip on selena mm-hmm. um but i was listening to the spanish radio station on my way in to work and she passed and that's all they were talking about they stopped the music they were talking about her and this was when her english album was about to come out so yeah. she had one single that was already making a little bit of noise and um when I heard that, I immediately got on the phone and called Rick Chase, and I said, Rick, this girl Selena just passed. It's super big news. Um, maybe you want to announce it. So he made uh, his his beeline over to the program director and said, yo, this girl Selena just passed. Can I play her song? Can I acknowledge it? Well, we had that, that first single that came out where she had gone and was trying to break into the English market. And so he went ahead and broke the news on on KML, and 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 that's how the news got out because a lot of people didn't know that because it was only privy to folks watching Channel 14, right? And or listen to a Spanish radio station, right? Because like I said at the time, she was just starting to come up, so a lot of folks didn't know who she was. I mean, the the Latin folks knew who she was, but most pop culture didn't. Yeah. And so that was crazy to to be a part of that when both Aaliyah died, um, Biggie, when. I got shot. We were we we're all there, and, and when that went down, and, and you have to announce this sort of stuff, and people start crying on the radio and calling and and losing their mind. It, it, it's just weird. Yeah, and that's what I was. That's what I was going to say is that I remember specifically being in the car uh, with my mom and my sister when we were listening to the radio, and I know exactly where we we're at. We were at the intersection on El Camino and like Sneath Lane right there. And we were uh, about to turn, and they announced it on the radio 
that Tupac, I mean, obviously he had got shot, you know, days before passed and we right. knew he was in the hospital and that he was fighting. But when they announced that he, that he passed, um, and I was listening to Cameo and I, this was, so this was 96. So I don't remember who was doing. I was in the studio. Were you? With Chewy and Rick Lee. Okay. When that moment happened. Yeah. And I, so then it might, it was probably you who said it, but I remember yeah. the, that you were on the radio and you said something like, you know, if you're out in your car right now, like honk your horn or something for, you know, RIP Tupac and that whole intersection, I shit you not, everybody started blaring their horns at the same time in their car. And I was like, and like, I'll, I like, it's literally giving me goosebumps, like thinking about it, like that moment specifically was just like wow and like i said that was a time when we got, that's what we got our information from you guys no not just that but it was funny because there was only two stations you listen to in in and you know there's tons of radio stations in the bay area but either you listen to wild or you listen to came that was it yeah and so either way that's all you were listening to so if you were out in your car i remember doing shout outs to folks who would call me up hey chewy this girl in the honda just drove by and i know she's listening to you because we're both bobbing our head <laughs> can you shout her out and tell her the guy in, in the red mustang said what's up wow and so you get on the radio Love and you it. say hey baby girl on 880 driving the pink honda right dude in the in the red mustang said what's up and he's like, oh my God, she knows who it is, blah, blah, blah. So that was crazy. So when you said that, when I announced it and, and asked folks to blow their horn yeah. or, or turn their headlights on, whatever. Yeah, it was headlights and horns. It's yeah. crazy to look around and see how many people yeah. were, were actually listening to what you were listening to because that's all you listen to. Yeah. Growing up in the Bay Area, you either listen to Cameo or you listen to Wild. Yeah, or you listen to both radio was at so, different times so of the day. Then. Yeah, I mean, completely there, different. There was no, I mean, radio was everything. I mean, like you yeah, know, as a radio. There, there was guy, no YouTube. There no. was no Spotify. Mm. There was no Apple none. Music. Uh, you know, none of that existed. So that that meant a lot, and, and people were locked into radio just for information for community events and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember being in the studio when you announced that Tupac had passed away. And I, I, I mean, I was like Rick Lee's intern at the time. Do you remember that? I was like probably like 15 years old or something like that. I wasn't even 16. But I remember uh, Michael Erickson was the APD at the time. He rushes into the, uh, into the studio and he tells Rick, Rick Lee, like, yo, play all Tupac right now. He just passed away. Mm. And I remember this is like my first like big like cultural yeah. like, like experience. You know what I mean? And at this, you know, like, 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 like you were saying, like there was no social media. Mm -hmm. No MySpace, no Friendster, no Instagram, not, none of that. So people got their news from that. And I remember being at the epicenter when, like, you know, when yourself, like, you know, heard that, you know, that Tupac had passed. But I remember watching Chewy through the window. Yeah, because I mean, do you remember, what was it, Studio C or something? Like, the mix room was, like, like three rooms down. So, like, you had to look through, like, yeah. three windows down over at 55 Francisco. Um, but I remember watching you do it and, you know, feeling the moment through the speakers you know and then when you when, when you turned the mic off i remember you turned around and then you started crying and i had never seen anything like that in my life at the time you know i was 15 years old but that was that that, that is the one resonating moment mm. that i have when i think about chewy was my, that was like my first like like time like i didn't even know chewy at the time i was just this little kid holding rick lee's records while he played five o'clock right at the time you know but i remember you turned around after announcing it and you started crying and i was like fuck exactly. like, this is real news. shit it was, right it was like, like we were all hoping for him to to, to you know yeah. we've seen him get shot before yeah and we were just hoping for the best and when he didn't make it it just it just hurt us all yes no no i i remember 
you know, that whole entire day. Like, you know, I was, uh, this is when I used to stay on Rick Lee's couch. Wow. Yeah, I used to stay on his couch, it's another man. couch you didn't want to stay on there, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Been on that one too. You no, might actually, yeah, you might actually have, uh, you might be telling the truth there, you know. Oh, uh, but I remember just like you know, like like trying to fall asleep that that night, and you know, just thinking about that very moment, like how deep that was, you know. I mean, I was like probably like maybe two, three weeks into being like Rick Lee's mm. intern, and he just got the five o'clock mix. Even Rick was like, you know, blown right. away by like, yo, I I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. play all Tupac. Like, yeah. he's like, yes, play all Tupac. I remember, yeah. Then, yeah. then um, yeah, that was that was a, that was a moment for for obviously everybody in in hip hop culture. But you know, to for you specifically to be connected to that for so many people is 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 legendary. And you've mm-hmm. had you've had many of those moments. But throughout your career, what would you say uh, is is something that you hold like near and dear to you in terms of something that you're just extremely proud to have been a part of or you know maybe it was an interview or or maybe it was an event or something specifically or just an even interaction but what what are some of the the the, the moments in your career that you know you're probably most proud of and and um, for me it's just been, been being able to touch so many people because like you know you, when you're when you're broadcast it's like right now i'm sitting in a room by myself mm-hmm. but you're touching so many people from being in that little room you touch so many people from San Francisco to Sacramento. And um, so it was crazy because on any given day, you can hear us in Sacramento. And, uh, you know, we covered everything from Fairfield, Antioch, Pittsburgh. You know, on the other side, you go down to San Jose, Gilroy, Salinas. And, and, and so you never knew who was tuned in. And so when you crack that mic and, and you are just part of, a part of people's lives, that just means so much. I mean, so that to me has been probably the most rewarding to, to be able to be on somebody's radio and not have to worry about grandma getting mad because they're listening to the radio station. Because, you know, nowadays everything's about, um, you know, trying to get the most likes, the mm-hmm. most blah, blah, blahs. And, right. and <laughs> so that's never been me. My thing has always been. Let me let me let me let me shout out grandma who's driving the kids to work because mom's at work, uh, or you know driving the kids to school because mom's at work. You know so so, you know when 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 you got people that that have tuned in to Chewy whether they were three years old in in the car seat, or grandma who's sixty seven driving the kids to school, it's it's just always I've always been family friendly. So that that to me is is what's what's been the most rewarding for me. It's not uh, any specific event. It's just being a, being a part of people's lives. And and that's the thing is that, and I've always said this because you've probably experienced it too, E-Rock, like being out on the streets in the Bay Area, people come up to you, where's Chewy? That's like the number one question you number get. Number one thing. You're riding around in the cameo truck, where's Chewy? What's Chewy like? Like People would think Chewy was actually in the always, truck. It, always. Always. Hey, Chewy always, back there, yeah. where you at? Always. And, always. I, and I say, and, and people have asked me about this in, in – I think, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like the reason why you were such a factor in the Bay Area is because, like you mentioned with Rosary and you know talking to her but never really seeing the face, you were one of the first people that had a face for radio because of CMC. And I think that because of that, you were be able to you were able to, you know, build your brand and people had the the immediate connection with you because we could see you. Because I mean, you, you know. You listen to the radio on the way home from school, and then when you got home from school, you turned on CMC, and then you watched videos all day. Mm-hmm. And you were the first person that we actually knew what somebody looked like. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when 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 I got asked to do CMC with, because Andy Kawanami went there right out of um, 
uh, he was going to San Jose State, and he was a, a, a broadcast student at San Jose State. Him and Lee Poy was 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 at school together. Lee Poy, and that's how them two met. Yeah. So my man Lee Poy still works at CMC with me to this day, because I still do CMC. Yeah. So when I was uh, going, you know, on, I probably was still at Wild when, because that's when I met Andy. I met Andy at Wild, and he says, "Yo, uh, you know, we already have Rennell, we have Steve Masters, we have Mimi Chen." And we have like two other hosts, but you know, once you come down there and 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 come do some stuff for me, um, I'm kind of like over there. I'm working over there. Come do some stuff. I don't want to do TV, Andy. It's not it's not my thing. I like radio. I like this anonymity. I like being here. I like the fact that you don't see me. Come on down. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'll do him a favor. So I go down there. I meet Rick, the owner, and Andy sells me and. They want to put me on, and, and I'm like, eh. So they give me Wednesdays. <laughs> At some point, they give me Wednesday. I do the Coca-Cola Classic on Wednesday. So I'm on every Wednesday. You got Rennell on a Tuesday. You got Mimi Chen that plays The Rock on a Fridays. You got Steve Masters on a Thursday. And I'm sandwiched in by, you know, uh, it was either Tuesday or Thursday. And her, uh, uh, Rennell. And uh, Steve Masters won either side of me. I don't remember at this point, but I was sandwiched between Rennell and Steve Masters. How can you lose? So I'm the host on Wednesdays. I'm the only like not superstar yet because I'm, you know, still one of the newer guys, but I'm doing Wednesdays on CMC. So, you know, after a while, Mimi Chen leaves. They give me that day. Then later on, Steve Master leaves. They give me his day. Rennell leaves, they give me her day. Before you know it, CMC, the California Music Channel, is the Chewy Music Chewy, Channel. Yeah, yeah. I'm on every day of the week. Every day, yeah. And I'm playing everything from now. There was no specific day because the specific day that Rennell did was strictly R&B and hip-hop. Steve Masters was Erasure and uh, New Order and all Susie and the Banshees. And Mimi Chan was playing the rock stuff, you know, the Metallicas and all that other stuff. And and so now be, being the regular I play everything on my show. Now the, the whole channel becomes a hodgepodge of everything. And then on Fridays, Andy took over Fridays and he was doing hip hop Fridays. So Andy would play, you know, the mob deeps, the Wu Tangs, the, the nons, uh, and then the rapid fortes and the Mac Dre's and, and the, and the drew downs and two shorts. He would play that on Fridays and I play everything pop and everything else in between on the rest of the week. And that just put a face to to the guys, and and then after a while, I think we brought in Sway for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and Sway did did CMC for a little bit. Uh, we had Mimi it, Chen. Right? Uh, no, what's her name? Mm, no, the girl that's on the on the reel. Um, what's what's her name? Is that Miriama? Not Miriama. No, no, Miriama wasn't there. Nah, I forgot her name. Jeannie Mai, Jeannie Mai, Jenny Mai, Jenny May, Jenny Mai, whatever the girl that's on the reel. She just married. Oh, um, I know you talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's married to Young baby. Jeezy. Yeah, Jeezy. Yeah, Jeezy. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, married yeah. Jeezy. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. I think it's uh, Jenny. Anyway, so her, Jenny we Mike had her on. We had her on CMC for like two months. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, or maybe and I then, just didn't know that then, it was her at the time until now. Yeah, yeah. And then we put on Trace and Franz, and then they were a hit. Yeah, obviously. And uh, massive. You know, they, 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 Franz with his lighter every day with a different lighter, <laughs> colored day. lighter on on the show. <laughs> Um, and, but you know, I've stuck it out. I've been there over 30 years now on CMC and it keeps moving and grooving, you know what I'm saying? So it definitely put a face to, to the radio guy. And now people knew who I was and people can see me when I walk into KFC's, Hey, that's Chewy. Right. 
You're like, damn it. Yes. Do you do you remember like the first moment when when you first started getting like the real recognition like that? Where or to the point where it was like, damn, I gotta like I gotta move differently out here. Like obviously you never have to worry about like your safety or anything, but like where yeah. it just becomes overwhelming, like where it's like, you know. It, I never had to move differently because I've never was one of them dudes that, that, that I had to worry about that. But um it was definitely weird when people start recognizing you and your son. Because oh, yeah, I used to have Darius sit on my lap. Yeah, yeah. Darius, you know, grew up on, on, in people's faces. Yeah. So they knew who Darius he was. He was on so, your lap. Like, literally. you know, right. majority so of So he was episodes. sitting on my lap. Yeah. We're sitting there doing CMC together. So the funny thing is, not for me, but for Darius, when he's out at the mall with his grandmother and they walk into Foot Locker, that's Chewie's son. That's Chewie's son. <laughs> <laughs> and he's getting the discounts on the on the sneakers because that's Chewie's son. Oh, that's and, awesome. and his his grandmother's like bugging out. Like people really recognize this kid. Like what's up? Yeah, and <laughs> so that was weird. That yeah. was the weird part for me. It was like, yeah, okay, you know, I'm I'm standing. The, I'll tell you what the weirdest thing besides people recognizing you by face mm -hmm. is when they recognize your voice. Yeah. The weirdest stuff is standing at Safeways waiting to go pay for your stuff, and you're talking to your kids. And the lady in front of you who you don't even think listens or would ever listen to your radio station, this this suburban housewife, is standing in front of you and she turns around and she goes, Are you Chewy Gomez? And I go, Yeah. She goes, I'm listening to you talk to your kids. And I'm like, I know that voice. I know that voice. That's incredible. So that's right the there. weirdest thing when you're talking and you're not you're not even paying attention and you're saying something and they go, that's chewy. You're chewy, right? Yeah. Like that's weird. That's got to be like the most amazing validation too, because yeah. radio, obviously, it is your voice. So for somebody right. to just immediately recognize you for that, like that's like you're doing yeah. something right. Clearly. Yeah. That's, that's that was that's dope, man. You've never had to move differently in the Bay Area. Obviously, you're one of the most recognized figures. Like you've never had like security or anything. No. Like yo, you you were just you, and and and, and yo, people can come up to you. That people can say hi. And you'll sit there and converse with them like that uh -huh. is chewy. And the funny thing is that that's that's because of of, of all the all the years in radio and CMC. Mm -hmm. And and it's funny because like people will think that you're like their long lost uncle. Like I grew up with you. Like you've been in my life my whole time. I used to come. You were my babysitter. Do you realize you were my babysitter? My mom was at work. My dad was at work. You're definitely I used to come mine. Home and, <laughs> and do my homework and watch you. You were watching me. I was a latchkey kid. It was, it was Chewy and me, and then I would listen to you on the way to school. So you've been there my whole life, and I'm like, wow, that's a trip. It is, man. You've been a part of of so many people from, like you said, multiple generations. Like you raised right. kids as kids. You know what I mean? Like you've, mm -hmm. you know, you've you've been around for for grandparents who listen to you, and now their kids, and then their kids, and like mm -hmm. generational. And and, yeah. and speaking of generational and in the new generation, uh, you've got a new. A new venture that you're 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 starting out on. Um, so congratulations yes. on that, first of all, because Congrats, like we've brother. talked about, you know, first of all, jobs in radio are just few and far between these days. You know, it's Scarce. it's one person doing 18 stations across the country, and you know, and and for you to be able to still do radio in the Bay Area, uh, is it says something. So congratulations on that, but definitely yeah. let everybody know about you know what you got going on now. Yeah, I'll be doing afternoons on 102 Jams. Um, it's 102.1 on the FM dial, 102 Jams I'll be on doing afternoons, uh, and uh, that's my new venture, uh, just locked that in. Uh, obviously, the station's building, we're, we're trying to build a staff, and, and there's going to be more folks added to the bill. 
Um, hopefully we'll bring back the mix shows. So we'll have some mix shows definitely on the station. But in the meantime, and in between time, it's number one for throwback. So if you remember growing up with Chewy Gomez on KMEL and back in the wild days, this is definitely a station for you because you're going to hear everything from, you know, uh, Daniel Jones to uh, Tupac, uh, some Eric B and Rakim, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But most, you know, it's all throwbacks, man. So, so it's definitely everything you know. I like it. And there's and there's definitely a need for that, too, because uh, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I can't listen to the majority of the shit that's on the radio these days. I never well, thought, not just you, yeah. not just you, though, because it's funny. my ki- my kids right now on a whole 90s kick. Wow. That's all they listen to. They're they're It's funny to watch them sing SWV songs and listening to Aaliyah songs. And they're huge, easy E fans right now. Wow. But it's just the funniest thing to me that these kids are on the 90s kick. And it's it's on fire, and so the station falls at a perfect time where folks ha- have resonated with with this with this '90s vibe, and, and and it just brings so much joy to everybody. So so for me, I'm super thrilled about the, this this new addition to my life. Nostalgic is winning right now. Yeah, for sure, it's really winning right now, especially what we went through for the last two years. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, this is winning too, bro. I don't know if you guys know. The cannabis business is big, bro. Okay. Okay. You know you got that going on. Yeah. I mean, yo, you want to talk about it real quick? You want to fill us in? What's going on? I teamed up with these guys, Conscious Minds, to put out the Chewy Hilo. It's the first of a couple of brands that I've got. I'm working on a gummy brand. But right now, if you need some some flour in your life, check your local cannabis spot in the Bay Area. Soon to be shipping out to L.A. and Seattle. But right now we're constantly. You got to get that out to Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, we got to get you to Vegas, man. Let's get me in Vegas, bro. I'm trying to get it moving, yo. But yeah, definitely uh, check for it. Chewy Gomez High Low at your local dispensary and uh, get with the movement and uh, let's get it cracking. Well, speaking of Brandon, my kids got to go to school. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of kids and speaking of Brandon, I definitely want to shout out to uh, Darius because he got his uh, Pesos clothing brand going, which is killing it right now. Killing so it. So big shout out to Darius. And if you guys, I don't know if the website is the website specifically, but if you guys Google Pesos clothing, it'll definitely come up. He got all the warriors wearing it. He's killing it right now, man. So big shout out to Darius with that. Yeah. So yeah, go go check it out. It's uh, Dirty Pesos Worldwide. Uh, dot com so dirty pesos worldwide.com go check it out support young darius he's making movies every weekend and that fool is jet setting he's out of here day he he was in uh, at the playoffs game and then he was over in la then he was in vegas and, then, and i can't it's hard to keep up with darius right now he's a star the That's apple good, doesn't man. fall far, far from the tree you know <laughs> he's a star just like his papa you know what i mean darius! That's what's I love up, man. it. I love it. I love gotta it. Got to be proud of that. Absolutely, absolutely. I know your phone is ringing. Do you got to be anywhere? You got some time, or um, I'm heading to a funeral in a little bit. A, a friend of mine's um, girlfriend never woke up, which is crazy, oh, man. Man, I'm so sorry. We're to losing hear people that. on a, on a, on a, on a daily, bro, and it's sad out here. So live your life to the fullest. Enjoy what you do and lo- love each other, man. Um, so yeah, I got I got to step away in a little bit, but I'm still here for now. It's all good, man. Well, again, we appreciate you, you know, taking the time to jump on with us. Uh, you were definitely at the top of our wish list of, of people that we wanted to sit down and have a conversation with. And uh, I'm just glad that you were able to accommodate. And when is the when is the official start date for the for the new radio station? Well, by the time this airs, I'll already be uh, I was supposed to start May 2nd. OK, but now it's been pushed up to April 25th. Oh, so shit. as of oh, April wow. 25th, I start Monday. The people um, are talking, man. The people need you. 
Oh yeah, and and, it, and it's been wonderful. I mean, uh, I was out at a couple of four twenty events, and and Chew Blood, we just heard it because you know I started promoting it right before that because that's when I got the news I was going to be on the radio station. So I put, started putting it on a couple of social posts, and the retweets have been incredible. Talk about you know getting your flowers. I mean, people are like, dude. Growing up in the Bay Area, we, we need to hear your voice at some point, man. So it's great to hear that you're going to be back on the radio. And, you know, I mean, that's been great for me to be on Twitch and Instagram and Facebook. And uh, now I'm trying to dive into these TikToks because my daughters are trying yep. to push push me on TikTok. I don't know if I could do all that, but... <laughs> um, you know, being back on the radio is is is, is I'm juice, man. We want, we want to see Chewy hit the gritty what, on what TikTok. Mean? That's what we're looking man, for. Man, yo, I, I can't do them dances, bro. <laughs> Can you do them dances or no? No. Try it or no? No. Like, nah, nah. I'll play the music. Let the girls dance. Right? I'll be the yep, DJ. Yep. Let the girls dance. Yep. But uh, you 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 know you we talked about it in the beginning of the episode. You just mentioned it now in terms of like you know getting your flowers and obviously you had an historical uh, run at KML and. We were all devastated to, for lack of a better word, when uh, your time there ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of take us take us through that because uh, you know, I know that you, like you said, you didn't in- initially intend on going to KML, but KML became your home, your family. Mm-hmm. You literally built that station to to what it was and what it is now. Um, mm-hmm. how, how was that? I mean, because I don't think we've ever really talked about it. Well, it's funny because I, uh, it was it was super. It came out of left field because I had just come back from vacation. I had gone on vacation. I came back. I worked a week. Then I got called into the office on a Friday and said, you know, uh, we've decided to make some changes. We're going in a different direction, and um, uh, we're going to have to let you go. Mm. Okay, so uh, do you want me to come in on Monday and, you know, say farewell? No, no, today's your last day. Um, You know, I just got off the air on Friday at 5 o'clock. I mean, at at the time I was doing morning, so got off at 10. I was in the office at 11, 10, 30, 11. I was fired by 11.30. So I can't go. No, can't go. That's it. Thank you. Uh, we'll make arrangements for you to get your stuff. Somebody's going to walk you out of the building. I'm, I'm going to get walked out the building? Been there. After yeah, 20 years. it's just protocol. We got to walk you out the building. What, you think I'm going to break a window or something because you fired me? It's like, bro, for real? I can't say goodbye. I can't say nothing. No, we're just going to go in a different direction. Thank you. Okay. Damn. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was there at the station at that time, and I, I remember when it happened, and it was a dark, dark day in the building. I mean, like, it was like, you know, a family, like, we lost a family member. Like, you know, it was it was, it was, was a devastating, definitely, time. But that's crazy. I didn't know that, well, I guess I do know now, but, I mean, yeah, the fact that you, they told you kind of after you shift and you never got a chance to, like you said, formally say goodbye, which is, nope. you know, the reason why, um, you know, I immediately reached out to uh, Miguel DJ Mr. E, Papalote, Hi Fi, El Pastor Poppy. The guy's got more wow. names than anybody. But um, you know, him, Fran Boogie, um, you know, my motion, Vaughn, Scotty Fox, we were like, man, there's no way we're not gonna let Chewy say goodbye to the Bay Area properly. And um, you know, we put together an event um that probably had one of the craziest turnouts. I mean, you you know, you know, obviously, like you talk yeah. about um, you know, the the big epic parties in the Bay Area and obviously, you know, my motion, uh, you know, he's been a factor in terms of what he's done out there for, for the nightlife and to be able to get everybody. I mean, like you, we reached out to everybody. Nobody asked for nothing. Nobody was like, they were just like, yep, whatever you need. Tell me when, tell me where I'm going to be there. Yeah, that was incredible. You guys put together an amazing lineup of DJs, all my favorites, including Saquon. Big um, shout out to Saquon, man. You know, 
uh, Jay Book showed up. A bunch of other rappers showed up. I think Be Legit, Richie Rich were there. Um, but it was it was amazing. I mean, you guys got the mighty. You guys put together an incredible lineup, and it was just a celebration of Chewy. You guys had these T-shirts made, like, and they happened all within a week. Yeah, we moved and fast. It was just overwhelming. Everybody came out. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I, I heard they let you go. Yo, bro, I'm sorry. And, and just the outpour of of the DJs that came to support. You know, everybody like like I said, from Saquon to My Emotion to Big Body Cisco, D Sharp, Mr. E. Everybody shortcut. Everybody was in the building. And, and and it was amazing, and there's still pictures floating around. And every now and again, I'll, I'll post one or two up from for a Throwback Thursday. But it was just amazing the amount of love that was there. My mom, my sister, my brother were all there. Um, you know, it, it it was it was it was beautiful. And and you know, that, thank you guys for doing that because that definitely was like I said, it was when I got my flowers from that, and then just everybody else was telling me on social media because at that point social media kicked in. And social media went crazy and folks were telling me how much I had touched their lives and, and how much I meant to their lives and stuff. So that was beautiful. Nah, it was an honor. And I'm, I'm glad that we could do that for you. I mean, it was the least that we could do, really. But, um, you know, again, I just want to take it back to the beginning. And, and speaking of flowers again, I just want to thank you for everything that you've done, not for just me personally, but again, the entire Bay Area, the community of of everything that you've been a part of in terms of, you know, being active in not only just events but the actual community work and being out there and being the face uh for for the bay area man i, I could never thank you enough and you know i love you bro thank you bro love you love you love you too you rock bro you my little brother bro <laughs> man yo I, you know it's crazy it's like we were talking like what it was like yesterday about like you know how far like all of us have came you know what i mean like here i am like now what i mean it was what 1995 96 when i mm -hmm. when my first radio mix aired on your show it was a 15 minute mega mix that i shared with rob reyes and uh, i would alternate fridays but literally that was like the first moment that literally led to where my life is today so like you know i echo everything kevin says like yo i wouldn't be here today without you giving me my shot i appreciate you and you know i mean it's it, it, it's an honor, you know, for, for when people ask me like, Hey, where did you get your start, man? I started on the chew show on the chew dog yeah. show, man. So, you know, it's, uh, damn, I'm kind of getting a little choked up because I'm thinking about <laughs> everything that I've been through. It's like, you know, from all the ups and all the downs, but it started there. Yeah, it no, started dude. there, man. I mean, the, the cameo pedigree was just incredible. I mean, from sway to Larry Jackson, to E-Rock, to box Kev, to Franzen, to, you know, everybody that, that has come through Camille has done something incredible. Foxy Brown was in movies, you know, your mama's house, you know, David Harness producing different house remixes, uh, you know, the, the pedigree is just incredible. So being a part of that, um, that line of folks that just touched so many folks and have done so much. Uh, just it's, it feels good, bro. Well, it started at the top, and obviously you were at the top of that food chain, man. So you know, we all learned it from watching you, my brother. Thank you, hundred percent, man. Well, uh, thank you again for your time, guys. Make sure you check out Chewy and the Berry. He's gonna be doing afternoons on uh, what is it, one hundred two point one Jam? One hundred two Jams, one hundred two point one on the FM dial, baby. You got the uh, you got the moniker right up there on the screen. So make sure you follow him on all social media. Stay up to date with this man's doing because he's never stopped, probably never, never will. So. Keep going hard, brother. We appreciate you again. 
uh, that's going to wrap it for us. That's another episode of the Hot Box. Myself, Box Kev, DJ E-Rock. And my cough. I apologize. Yeah. I've been coughing throughout the whole episode, man. It's South City. Remember, South San Francisco's <laughs> flamboyant. Come on, man. Holla. There he is. You already know what it is, man. It's the Hot Box. Thank you. <laughs>